Welcome to season three of the Self-Care 101 podcast. This season is all about creating an extraordinary life. We'll be diving into what makes an extraordinary life with solo shows and incredible guests, providing insight, inspiration and tips to help you cultivate more of what you want from your extraordinary life. Be ready for inspiration overload and an epic season for growth. Hello, it's season three, episode 108. In the last episode, I started to talk to you about a method that I've coined called space-time intention. It's something I've been doing with my clients over the years, but I never really put it into a term as such like this. Most of us, we want more time. We struggle to find time in our days and the years go by with the same struggle of finding time. Now, I see this a lot in my practice from clients who say that they can only do evening sessions with me through to those that say that they can't wake up earlier. But the time that they need exists. They just need to look at time differently to the way that they have been. Now we all use time in a way that makes us feel as though we're being really efficient and really productive. We also tend to fill time constantly and forget that there are moments in time that we can schedule to use to make us happy. But in order to do this, we first need to create space. Space to look at our lives as a whole. Space to define what it is that we want from our lives. Space to step back and look at where we can create time. In this episode, I'm going to delve deeper into the space element of my space-time intention method and give you some tips so that you can do it for yourself. And my lovely listener, if you love the Self-Care 101 podcast, please can you review it over on Apple or Spotify. It really helps the show get discovered by other people and it lets me know that the show is helping you too. So sit back, relax, and let's create some space right now to really take note of this episode. How do you listen to this podcast? Are you cooking, driving, gardening? Do you listen to the show whilst you're sitting down or on a walk? Podcasts, they tend to be something we listen to whilst doing something else. No matter how much you think you're a multitasker, there is no such thing. You will never be fully present listening to a show whilst you're doing something else that requires some of your brain space. Now you can fight me on this, but here's the evidence. So research published by the Harvard Business Review says that Based on over half a century of cognitive science and more recent studies on multitasking, we know that multitaskers do less and miss information. It takes time, an average of 15 minutes, to reorient to a primary task after a distraction such as an email. Efficiency can drop by as much as 40%. Long-term memory suffers and creativity is reduced. We have a brain with billions of neurons and many trillions of connections, but we seem incapable of doing multiple things at the same time. Sadly, multitasking does not exist, at least not as we think about it. We instead switch tasks. Our brain chooses which information to process. For example, if you listen to speech, your visual cortex becomes less active. So when you talk on the phone to a client and work on your computer at the same time, you literally hear less of what the client is saying. 
So if you're currently listening to this episode whilst doing something else, either stop doing the thing that you're doing and just sit down to listen, or you can pause the episode and come back to it when you're not doing something. I really want you to use this show as a test of your own listening skills. When I get feedback on episodes from listeners, they say that they had to listen to a particular episode that really resonated with them quite a few times. Now, I wonder how many would have had to re-listen if they were just present on the first listen. Now, I do it too. Sometimes when I'm cooking, I like the idea of listening to a podcast because I like get to because I know the ingredients right I know them instinctively but more often than not I'm trying to listen to the podcast and I'll forget to do something with the meal something might get overcooked or burnt and that's because I'm so engrossed in the podcast itself now it can happen when I'm driving as well which if a show is really compelling I get completely distracted and and miss my destination Now, I've recently been taking an exercise class and I go to this class three times a week after the school drop off. When I first started going, I'd pump up the music in the car on my way there as a way to kind of motivate me. Then when I'd finish the class, I'd do the same so that I could hold on to that endorphin high all the way home. The other day, I didn't. I didn't listen to anything on the way there or on the way back. Now what happened instead was that I created some space. As I was setting off from class, I thought about the class itself, how I'd performed in class, where I need to improve and what I'm really proud of. My mind then started to wonder, right, (laughs) as it does, and it wandered onto the to-do list. Whatever came up, I spoke into Siri to take note of. So I literally removed it from my mind and put it into the notes app. I then started to ponder about the weekend. What can we do? What do I want to do? Then I thought about my family, how they are, what their needs might be. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I came back from class, I jumped straight into the shower because previously what I'd do is I'd sit for a bit and kind of come down from my endorphin high and then I'd go and have a shower which essentially delayed me by about 30 minutes every time. So what I did here was I used the time in the car to process. I processed my health achievements, I processed some work, I processed some life admin. And then when I got home, I felt even more productive than usual. So it made sense to hop straight into the shower, kind of like a final check-in. And I then started my productive workday. Now, productive here is subjective. I've got a short amount of time in my day to work because of school runs. So I make sure that I only have achievable things on my to-do list. In the afternoon, when I pick up my son, I allow myself between three to four o'clock to be fully present for him. Now, I might need to do a bit more work, but I'll do it afterwards. I want to be present for him. I essentially design my life to be this way. So I have to practice what I preach. Now, it's not always like this. Sometimes he'll come from home from school and he just wants alone time. So I use that time to finish my work and then I can be ready for him at four o'clock. 
Now we talk, we laugh, we play, we connect, we plan the evening. I set my boundaries with him in terms of his whinging when we move from one task to the next. We talk about what we're looking forward to doing. I relinquish mum guilt in these moments. And then whilst I'm making dinner, I use that time to create more space in my mind again. So again, if anything comes up that needs to be addressed, I'll note it down and move on to the next thought. This act of creating space allows you to create more calm. It allows you to better process your thoughts. You're essentially slowing down. And when you slow down, you get to see what is important to you. You get to make more considered decisions. You get to do more of what you want. Now, when you don't create this space, you're running on a hamster wheel. You can't see past all the things that need to be done. And this relates to all areas of your life, work, your business, your relationships, your health. Rather than filling space with mindless scrolling or doing the laundry, just sit in that space. Just be. Now, I know that sounds a bit scary for some of you, (laughs) but I want you to be still right now. I want you to be still right now. I'm going to pause for one whole minute. Stay with me. The show will continue, but I want you to just sit and be still for the next minute. All right. This is a task we're going to do. It's going to make sense in a minute. I promise you that. (laughs) But I want you to really do this now. I know a lot of you take notes when you're listening to the show, but this time I want us to actively do this together. So here we go. One minute, silence. How are you feeling? Take a moment just now to reflect on what that minute felt like. What did it feel like to just sit there for that one minute waiting for me to talk again? Write it down. Write it down. Always write it down. Did you feel anxious? Did you start fidgeting? Did you start to do something else? Did you hear your thoughts? Did you laugh and feel ridiculous? (laughs) Did you like it? Did you feel overwhelmed? Or did you forward the podcast uh, when I spoke again? Whatever you felt, write it down. There are so many clues in how you felt during this one minute silence that you can use to help you take the next step in creating more space for yourself. So the next step, 
The next step is essentially to do more of this. Take more of these minutes, right? You could take a five minute, you could take a one minute, whatever you're comfortable with. You could do a 30 minutes if you really want to push yourself. But start taking these minutes of creating space where you are doing absolutely nothing. And in those minutes, what we are doing is we are slowing down the brain. Create or change some of the pockets of time in your day where you don't fill it with anything. So like in the example, being in the car, if you're in the car doing even a short journey to the supermarket, don't put music on, don't put an audiobook on, don't put a podcast on, literally just be there and allow the thoughts to come through. There might be some essential thoughts in there like, you know, don't forget to buy milk, make sure you get butter, fine. And then ask your notes app to take them down for you but really just create that space and just be. Keep a notebook with you or use your notes app on your phone so that you can offload any of the thoughts that you have. A lot of the thoughts will be the sort of primary things that you have to deal with in your day to day. But once you've removed them from your brain brain, (laughs) and put them down, written them down somewhere, you then allow space for the other thoughts that aren't necessarily getting airtime that might need to be heard. So what you're doing by creating space is literally creating space in your brain for more thoughts that are going to improve your life. If you're a business owner, you're constantly thinking about your business. You're always looking for ways to improve and get more sales. But when you're still just like this, you allow yourself to think more creatively, which is why you'll get your best ideas when you're not actively thinking about your business. And this is why I encourage you to take regular breaks. I encourage my business clients to schedule more of what they enjoy and what they need from something like a golf day to a spa day. These have to be included as part of their business strategy. Otherwise, they'll have stagnation in productivity and they will definitely burn out. For my non-business clients, the fundamental strategy we use is to ask them what they want. So I ask you now, again, and we'll probably always ask you, what do you want? What do you want? When you start to answer this question, you might feel uncomfortable or it might just flow uncontrollably for you. You must remember to write down, I want, I want X, Y, Z. There are no, I don't wants, okay, or anything that has a negative connotation. When you write this list, you are essentially starting to design your life. Now, not everything on that list will be easy to do or immediate, right? Some things will take time, like changing jobs, for instance, or having a family. But you must write down everything. You must be honest with yourself. You must be happy with everything that you write down. Now, if you feel like you're getting upset because you can't see how you're going to achieve any of the things that you write down, don't. Okay. Just don't. Keep going. Keep writing. There's also an element of emotion that comes through when you write down an I want list of, oh my God, yes, this is what I want. And it feels really quite special. And oh, how amazing would my life be if I had all these things, you know? 
So that's also like a positive feeling, you know, of excitement towards the things that you're writing down. But don't stop. Don't stop because it gets uncomfortable or you get upset. Keep going. Keep writing. What you're doing here is you're creating your proverbial North Star. So the star represents the direction of your life. If you have direction, everything you do is going to be aligned with that direction. When you don't have direction, you might find yourself saying things like, I'll see how it goes. You might say, I hope this will happen. Now, these are wishes, right? And as much as I'd love to have wishes, be able to grant you wishes, they're not real. If you're not convinced that you want something, your brain won't accept it. So when you are writing down this wants list, write it with as much of an open mind as possible. Don't focus on how you're going to achieve it. If you've listened to previous episodes, you know I bang on about this. Don't focus on how. Literally just make a nice clean list of I wants. Imagine talking to a child. A child will quite happily tell you what they want and they think it can just happen. More, you know, uh, younger kids who are born into a technological on-demand society, for them, you know, they really do think that things can just appear because they can get food delivered to their door, you know, supermarket shop, takeaways gets delivered. I can buy tickets online and jump on a train. I can buy tickets online and hop on a plane. Like they really have an Amazon. I mean, my God, what has Amazon done for our kids? <laughs> Anything they want is, you know, sometimes... If you buy it before two o'clock, you can get it the same day. So they're in a very um, present headspace to a certain degree. They think that what they want can happen instantly. Now, of course, that has its um, downfalls, which we can cover in another episode. But for now, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because when you're writing down these wants, probably the last time you were asked what you wanted was when you were a child. So it's going to feel overwhelming when you do this as an adult for the first time. But be compassionate with yourself and take your time with it and really consider the things that you want. Simon Sinek is an excellent motivational speaker and he has said this about negative thoughts that I want to share with you today. The human brain cannot comprehend the negative. It is incapable. Here's an example. You ready? Don't think of an elephant. <laughs> now you cannot tell the human brain not to do something. Skiers know this. If you've ever seen skiers go through trees, do you know how they do that? If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree. Guess what's going to happen? you're only going to look at trees. All you're doing is seeing trees. You don't understand how anyone can ski with all these trees. As opposed to following the snow, follow the path, follow the path, follow the path. When you do this, the only thing you see is the path. And it's the same thing for you. If you focus on the obstacles all you're going to see are the obstacles. If you focus on the path through the trees, all you're going to see is the path through the trees. It's your choice, how you choose to perceive your own life. 
It is literally perspective. So in order to create the space in your life that will allow you to begin the process of living a truly fulfilled life, you have to start by choosing to create space to allow the thoughts you have to just be. You have to write a list of what you want. You have to be willing to be on the path. You have to choose to look at the path rather than the obstacles. You have to believe that you can achieve all that you want. You have to be willing to change the way that you do things in order to get those things that you want. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable. You have to be willing to grow. When you do this, you'll start to see where you can create the time to achieve the things that are on your list. And I'm going to take you through that step in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Self Care 101 podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please, please leave a rating on Spotify and review over on Apple Podcasts so that other people like you can find the show. For more information about the work I do, head over to my website, poojamaclimont.com. And for daily inspiration, please connect with me on social media at poojamaclimont. Sending love and talk to you soon.